So the reading is from Matthew 1, verses 18 to 25, which are about the birth of Jesus Christ, the gift that we've been given. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph before they came to be married. Before, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the the prophet, the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and he took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Well, good day, everyone. My name is Scott. Uh, Really glad to be with you here today. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. So you've probably heard about this thing called unboxing. People buy something uh, they, they bring it home, and then before they open it up, they set up their cameras, and they film what it's like to open up this thing for the first time. And you and I then can sit on our computers, or on our TVs, or on our phones, and we can check it out. What's it like? We can live the experience through their eyes. My wife, she, she loves these kind of videos. For her, she, she gets to see things that she'd never buy. She gets to see what it's like. She gets to live that experience through their eyes, see their excitement as they get something or their disappointment as they get something. So she loves this unboxing craze, but in our family, I'm the grouch. I'm the grump, and I think all these videos are just boring. You know what's going to be in the box already. That's what that, 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 the, the, the video title will tell you, unboxing of a new iPhone. So where's the fun? Where's the tension? Where's the surprise? And then I found this kind of video that's on the screens. These kids are unboxing a mystery box. So they don't know what's in there, and I don't know what's in there, so maybe this would suit me, right? No. It's boring too. Like, just let's take a look for a moment. Here he is. What's he got? A book that looks half-tattered. Is it really that fun to watch him open this up? Someone thinks so, but I reckon they're boring. In the next few minutes, we're going to reflect on the part of the Bible that was just read for us. And as we do, we want to unbox Christmas, to to try and understand what Christmas really is about, to get in there, to have a better look. As we do that, maybe you're like my wife. You think, great, this is the kind of thing I love. Maybe you're like me. You think, boring. You know, we've heard this story before. We get it every year. There's nothing new here. But I think the Christmas story 
is actually, it's full of surprises. It's not a boring unboxing at all, because the thing in the box is just magnificent. So, let's have a look at the story. It is a story full of surprises. We just read the story, the part of the Bible, and we read it through the eyes of Joseph. Do you notice everything came from Joseph's perspective? And for Joseph, it is a story that's full of surprises. The first surprise is the biggest one, surely. For he, he, he's got this fiancée, and she finds that, he finds out that she's pregnant, and he knows he's not the father. That's a surprising thing. And so what does he do then? He goes for a lie down. And while he's having his lie down, an angel appears to him. Another big surprise. And by this, we don't mean like some plump, cherub little thing like that. No, 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 no. Angels in the Bible are big and scary. They're not the kind of thing you want to mess with. And then the, there's another surprise when the angel starts talking because the angel says to marry Mary. Yes, she's pregnant, but the baby is from the Holy Spirit. What does that even mean? And then there's this whole bit about some old prophecy being fulfilled. For Joseph, this story is surprise after surprise. There's a constant barrage. It's a story full of surprises for Joseph. But if we're honest, maybe for us, we hear these things. And yeah, they are a bit surprising, but, well, they're a little bit odd, aren't they? A bit strange and weird dare I say, even a bit unbelievable. You don't see these kind of things happen today, do you? When's the last time anyone had an angel visit them? No hands? I didn't think so. And because these things seem out of place for us, it can make us think, well, the Bible here, it reads more like a fairy tale than any reality. So we can switch off from the Christmas story. We can think it's boring, or at least it's make-believe, so it's got nothing to do with me. But if you think about it for a moment, surely, if there is a God, surely he could do these things, couldn't he? Surely he could have an angel appear. Surely he could find a way for a woman to get pregnant. I don't see these things every day, but they did happen at that time, and they happened at that time for a reason. They happened to mark out an extraordinary event, a, a, a pivotal point in human history. This is God making a big deal about something. He's, he's grabbing our attention and saying, everyone, look here, look what I'm about to do, because God is about to do something even more surprising than all these things before. Look at the message again that God gave to Joseph through the angel. This is the message. Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She'll give birth to a son and you're to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. God is saying he's giving the world a gift, a special gift, Surprising gift, even. And this is not a useless gift, not like that crazy musical instrument or, or, or that floral night robe. Here is a gift with a purpose, far more like the chocolate, a clear purpose. The gift is a child, Jesus the baby. 
But a gift that doesn't stay as a child. Jesus grows up. And when he grows up, what will he do? He will save his people from their sins. Now, sins is a little bit of a dirty word, isn't it? It's not the kind of thing we talk about in polite society. Like talking about death or passing wind. It's the kind of thing that's a little bit, no, no, no. So we're just going to be impolite for a little moment here, if I can. And we're going to talk about sin. Sin is really about me first. Having a me first approach to life. What I want is most important. So we all know Donald Trump. He says, America first. Sin means that I think me first and I act me first. I have a me first agenda. We see this all around us actually, even at Christmas time, I think. So at Christmas time, you go to the shops and it's full and it's busy and it's bustling and someone steals my car park and then I'm in the shops and people are brushing up around me, pushing in and out and it's kind of rude and it all happens because people are thinking, me first. Or I get to the family get-together and it seems all nice, but then there's those two members of the family that keep bickering at each other. Then there's the person that just looks out for himself. There's a couple of people you know who are not going to help with any of the cleanup because, well, everyone has a me-first approach to life. And I'm just the same too because all this kind of stuff happens to me and I think, oh, I'm angry. How am I going to retaliate? I spend the afternoon being passive-aggressively thinking about, well, how am I going to scheme to get my own back on them for the way they've treated me? Because I'm a me-first person too. See, sin is not just out there. It's in here with me. It's in here with all of us, isn't it? We all have this me-first agenda. That's sin. And it's a problem. It's a problem because it puts me at odds with other people. That's pretty obvious, isn't it? If, If I'm thinking me first, then at best... You're only ever a secondary thought to me. But even more than that, sin is a problem because it puts me at odds with God, the God who made me. If I am me first, where does God come? Somewhere down there. Which is why this gift that God gives is just the best. Jesus comes to save us from sins. Even though I'm a, I'm a me-first person, God doesn't give up on us. In fact, God wants to be with us. The very fact of Jesus coming into the world shows us that God wants to be with us. Because who is Jesus? He is God with us. So when we unbox Christmas, I think we get a few surprises along the way. Funny things, crazy things, surprising things, angels, miracles... Weird old prophecies. But, but these aren't the real big attraction. They all point to something bigger, to the main event, to the real big surprise, which is God's gift to us. Not some pointless gift that you'll just chuck away and never see again. This gift is a newborn baby. A baby who grows up to save us from our sins. So the question then is, what do we do with this kind of gift? The first and obvious answer is to say thank you to God, to thank God for what he's done. That's something we can all do. But look, if you're here and you don't really know God yet and you want to get to know God better, what could you do? Let me 
offer just one thing. Why not talk to someone today about Jesus, about God, about the God who wants to know you? Talk with the person you came with. Grab me afterwards. I'd be happy to have a yarn. Uh, even on, in the outlines you've got, there's a tear-off slip. And there's a box there that says, I'd like to find out more about Jesus. Just, just put a cross in that box and your name and contact detail. We'll be in touch with you. We'll probably wait till after Christmas because, uh, you know, Christmas is a busy time. But we'll be in touch with you. We'd be really keen to help you get to know God. Because that's what Unboxing Christmas is really all about. It's getting to know our God. To know our God who sends Jesus, the one who saves us from our sins. Why don't I pray for us now? And then we'll keep singing. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for your gift to us, your gift of Jesus. We thank you that Jesus saves us from our sins. Father, we admit to you that we are me first people, but we pray that you'd forgive us. We thank you that you restore us back to be right with you again. God, please help us have these thankful hearts all through Christmas. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.